Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Hope everyone had a lovely 4th of July yesterday. Uh, hopefully you had a chance to maybe get some rest, spend some time outside, spend some time with family, maybe catch some fireworks if, if that's your thing. Today's poem is by W.S. Merwin, who lived from 1927 to 2019. He died in March, just a few months ago. He was an American poet, wrote over 50 books of poetry and prose, and produced uh, quite a bit of translation as well. He received the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry in 1971 and 2009, the National Book Award for Poetry in 2005, and a number of other prizes and, and awards for his poetry. He was the 17th United States Poet Laureate as well. And the poem that I'm going to read today is called Learning a Dead Language. It was from a collection called Green with Beasts, which was published in 1956, but it's in his collection, The Essential W.S. Merwin, which came out a couple years ago. This is how it goes. There is nothing for you to say. You must learn first to listen. Because it is dead, it will not come to you of itself, nor would you of yourself master it. You must therefore learn to be still when it is imparted, and though you may not yet understand, to remember. What you remember is saved. To understand the least thing fully, you would have to perceive the whole grammar and all its accidents and all its system. In the perfect singleness of intention it has because it is dead. You can learn only a part at a time. What you are given to remember has been saved before you from death's dullness by remembering. The unique intention of a language whose speech has died is order, incomplete only where someone has forgotten. You will find that that order helps you to remember. What you come to remember becomes yourself. Learning will be to cultivate the awareness of that governing order, now pure of the passions it composed. Till, seeking it in itself, you may find at last the passion that composed it. Hear it both in its speech and in yourself. What you remember saves you. To remember is not to rehearse, but to hear what never has fallen silent. So your learning is from the dead order, and what sense of yourself is memorable, what passion may be heard when there is nothing for you to say. The first line or the first sentence of this poem is quite something, I think. This is how it goes, if you don't remember. There is nothing for you to say. Mm. <laughs> there's, um, there's a lot to unpack in that line. Like most of Merwin's work, there's a lot to unpack in this poem in general. But what a first line. There is nothing for you to say. So that first line is, is obviously a complicated It's a complicated idea for a poet who's trying to express something using language, but it also speaks to the uh, to the way we feel when we don't know uh, where to begin. I think it's true for when the poet doesn't know where to begin. There's nothing for you to say. Seems hopeless in some ways, but it's also an understanding that, for example, when learning a new language, the words just aren't there. Think back to the languages maybe you learned in high school and you're trying to find the vocabulary for something and you, and you just, you, you feel helpless, right? Or you're in another country and say you're in France and you, you only know a little bit of the language or 
You, you know, you're in a restaurant and you're trying to order, or you're trying to communicate with someone who doesn't speak your language. And there's a helplessness there. There's a, there's a sense of um, disconnectedness. It's a disconcerting feeling. Similar idea for a poet who's trying to express something. But then, of course, learning a dead language complicates it even more because it's just not uh, used. It's not part of common usage in, in any real country, although perhaps it could, could help inform the speaking of various languages that are similar to it. Because it is dead, the poet says, it will not come to you of itself. The language isn't just going to come to you being spoken. It's not going to, it's not going to make it easy for you to, to learn it. You must therefore learn to be still when it is imparted. And though you may not yet understand, to remember. You have to be prepared to let it enter you and to let it um, work on you so, such that you can remember. This, of course, is also about poetry. <laughs> it's also about uh, learning to understand, uh, to live with a poet, uh, a poem. Whether it's your own poem and you're the poet or somebody else's poem and you're trying to understand. Before you can understand it, we have to learn to remember it. And what you remember is saved, he says. What you are given to remember has been saved before you from death's dullness by remembering. And what you come to remember becomes yourself. What you remember saves you. To remember is not to rehearse, but to hear what never has fallen silent. I just read a series of uh, first lines of stanzas. This poem has five stanzas, each of which is six lines. And I just read the beginnings of several of those in a row. And you can see how the themes, like, they're almost like topic sentences. The themes of each stanza builds on uh, the previous stanza, just in the opening lines themselves. There are all kinds of things we can unpack in this poem, the questions of order, the questions of memory. But I love the concept that, that language itself, living or dead, uh, spoken or written, um, ultimately it becomes a question of memory. In order for it to get passed on, there must be someone to maintain its memory. And memory must come before understanding. That's why memorizing is so important. That's why memory, memorizing poetry in particular is so important. Um, but anyway, I could go on and on about this poem, but I'll go ahead and read it one more time for you. Learning a Dead Language by W.S. Merwin. There is nothing for you to say. You must learn first to listen. Because it is dead, it will not come to you of itself, nor would you of yourself master it. You must therefore learn to be still when it is imparted, and though you may not yet understand, to remember. What you remember is saved. To understand the least thing fully, you would have to perceive the whole grammar and all its accidents and all its system. In the perfect singleness of intention it has because it is dead, you can learn only a part at a time. What you are given to remember has been saved before you from death's dullness by remembering. The unique intention of a language whose speech has died is order, incomplete only where someone has forgotten. You will find that that order helps you to remember. What you come to remember becomes yourself. Learning will be to cultivate the awareness of that governing order, now pure of the passions it composed, till, seeking it in itself, you may find at last the passion that composed it, hear it both in its speech and in yourself. What you remember saves you. To remember is not to rehearse, but to hear what never has fallen silent. So your learning is, from the dead, order, and what sense of yourself is memorable, what passion may be heard when there is nothing for you to say. 
This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with another poem for you. Thank you.